Mitchum.com and uh, MitchumPickDogs.com here with your live show. We're live seven days a week, 365 days a year. Of course, uh, we give out free picks on today's card. We've got NFL football. We've got NBA basketball. Real big card for a Sunday of NBA basketball. And we have college basketball, smaller card today of college hoops. Not a lot of high-profile games. And, uh, you know, but we're heading into that college basketball. I started looking out ahead into those early weeks of January schedules. And I see those 150 (laughs) game schedules out there. So uh, we're going to have some massive college basketball Fridays. And, I mean, even the Friday schedules are gigantic this year. I don't know what Ruffalo pulled off from those guys, but... uh, sure we can ask him exactly what happened with the scheduling but uh anyways we have uh we have ron romanelli's back with us today got brian bittler rod zawacki and ruflo just keep showing up but uh anyways good morning guys Morning. 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 So I went four and four yesterday on my premium picks. I changed out, you know, I did the old change out and of course I lost, you know, I put, I took out the Pacers, I put in the jazz and, uh, ended up going four and four. It would have been five and three. I was two and one in college hoops. I was uh, one and two in the NBA. And then I ha- I hit the NFL game and I lost the, the college football game. But, uh, at our halftime show, a perfect three and oh, again, I mean, Absolutely crushed it on that one. That was like, and the my one of my favorite things that happened too was that in the YouTube video I gave out that over on the Dolphins uh, Raiders game, and you know with like ten minutes left to go in the game, the trolls were just bombing me way under, way under. Went over, stupid asses. That's why they play a full sixty minutes. I like the guys that are crowing about laying one fifty with the Dolphins or whatever. You know, if you do that every game. Oh yeah. Well, the thing oh, yeah. is that um, the thing is also like uh, you know I I get a lot of emails too. Not a lot, but I get once in a while I get the emails from the people that bought premium picks, and it's like the first quarter, and they're acting like you know, <laughs> or it's like I, I got I got one yesterday where the capper had eight picks. Okay, they lost their first two games of the day. I'm looking at an at a losing day here. It's like. <laughs> What if they go well, six and zero oh in their last six? You know, it's like I lost my first two and then I won my last three. Yeah, so. I mean, I of course, like, say you have a three pack, and it's like you know, you always hope to at least go two and one, if not three and zero, oh, right? And it's like you know, like yesterday I lost Ohio State with the first one. They were leading the whole way, right? I mean, I've yeah, lost like now in Northwest. I'm going to lose at Northwestern every single time. Is basically what's going to happen this season, and um, you know, I don't care. You know, it's like. Uh, we're going to lock the team into in a closet and you know they're going to miss the game and have to forfeit it's what eventually is going to have to happen but uh i'm telling you um i don't Thank know it's, for basketball yes, it's just i think so. i think some people you know some if if you're one of those people that like cheers a strikeout in the first inning you know or uh you know gets gets beaten down when your team goes down 7 nothing sports betting is not for you because it seems to me that 85% of the time, at least it feels like it, 85 to 90% of the time, it comes right down to that last 30 seconds of the game, especially in basketball, especially basketball, where even in, so the Indiana game against uh, Illinois, so I don't know if anybody saw this, okay? So the Indiana game against Illinois 
Illinois is laying six and a half. They're up by nine. And they, there's, there's 34 seconds left to go in the game. And they get the rebound. Indiana throws up the prayer three. They miss it. Illinois gets the rebound. And they start dribbling. And Indiana just retreats. Okay, they just retreat and basically say, well, we're going to let you guys just dribble out. So at about the eight-second mark to go in the game, the Indiana defender pokes the ball out of the hands of the Illinois guy, and it goes out of bounds. Like, after just basically saying, we quit, you know, we concede, he does this with seven seconds. Of course, they inbound the pass. The guy throws up the three, you know, and thankfully bricks it, you know. They didn't call the foul on, on you know, at, at that point. But it was like, it's we've seen a lot of bad sportsmanship in college sports in recent weeks. Now that Ohio State, you know, it's like trying to punch in that last touchdown against Northwestern after, I mean, Northwestern was, didn't even use their timeouts in that championship game. It was like, what are you guys doing? Anyways, be sure to smash the like button. We, yesterday we had 850 likes, but most of them happened after the show. The thing is, we had 850 likes. We had 9,000 views. So it's like we're still looking at 10%. I think we could do better than that. Um, we're almost at 30,000 uh, subscribers, so close. I can see the actual number, and it's way closer than, than that. Um, we're like 20 away or something. So it's possible to get there during the show. 40, 47% of the people that watch our show do not subscribe to our channel. So. And, and 6% of them hit the thumbs down. <laughs> anyway, speaking of thumbs down, Brian, what do you got today? <laughs> well, I try to keep my play off a of winning day yesterday, three and two. I try to keep my plays to five every day, but this card is just too good. I just couldn't do it. I got seven plays. For 50 bucks at BigDogs.com. It's called my Brian Bittler Sunday Extreme Profit Pack. So pick it up at PickDogs.com or make sure you get the three-day, seven-day, 30-day, one-year pass at any guy here on the show and you get a matching consensus report. It's almost running out a couple days left. How much is it for seven picks? Seven picks, 50 bucks. Today. See, and people ask me, do you have a discount code? It's like we just fairly priced to begin with, you know? It's fairly pricing to begin with. Seven picks, fifty bucks. Ron, what is that? Seven bucks and what? Uh, a pick. Um, it's about. Uh, it's a little bit more than six dollars a pick. But about seven. Well, seven. Bit, se- like seven dollars a pick. Yeah. Yeah. Seven dollars a pick. You're a smart guy. We we count on you. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have some controversy in that, and we'll address it later. We have Rod Zawacki is making a push here. Okay, Uh-oh. he's using big words, but yesterday, genius stuff came out of his mouth. I'm, I'm telling you, <laughs> legendary stuff. I don't know if you were watching the show. I missed it. Oh, well, you really missed one of probably <laughs> the best bit of information that's ever been given out in the history of the show. Chris, what do you got today? <laughs> Uh, I was looking for a bounce back today. Yesterday was a little bit of a rough one, but again, we're only looking forward today. And uh, I got my magnificent seven going today. Three plays in the uh, college hoops, two in the NFL, and two in the NBA. I'm loving those plays. They seven plays, forty nine ninety five over Pick Dogs Premium or Sports Chat Plays Premium. So, Rom, yesterday we're talking about Doritos, right? Because we said, oh, it's kind of like the Cool Ranch Dorito. <laughs> you know, it's kind of like, you know, not. It's not quite the nacho cheese. So we started talking about the Dorito. And then Rod explained that 
you take the nacho cheese Doritos, right? You put pepper jack cheese on those. You create the nachos out of the nacho cheese Doritos. Mm. Yeah, that's that's genius. Next level. Yeah, that's I mean, that's. I mean, it's, it's tough to compete with that. Yeah, I might as well leave now. Yeah, it's what I felt. It was like I, I felt so small, <laughs> felt so insignificant. It was kind of like that Animal House. We're just dirt under you know, someone's fingernail. The whole universe is just dirt under the finger under someone's fingernail. Can't, you know, you got to, sometimes you got to come to terms with it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, for me today, you can grab uh, my three best college basketball plays, my Super Sunday college basketball trio. Been killing college hoops this season, over 1,300 units up so far. Uh, you get those three plays for thirty four ninety five at the website. Rod, what do you got today? Today I've got uh, my Sunday touchdown play going on. Uh, got a nice uh, touchdown package here. Uh, seven plays. Uh, I found uh, these seven plays have a huge advantage to us as betters. Um, three plays in the NFL, two college basketball, two NBA. Uh, these are the perfect opportunity today for us to uh, hammer the books and uh, come away with a big, huge Sunday slaughter. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm loving today's card. I think we're going to be... Uh, Big, massive winners today. I've got uh, three NBA and five uh, NFL. I just took a pass on college basketball today. Not a great card, and I'm not going to go hunting. It just seems full of potholes and traps, and uh, I, I'd, I'd rather just, I'd rather just not be part of it, you know, than, uh, than step in it. You know, which it, it looks like there's a lot of opportunity to do that in the college hoop. So I would say, you know, and, and there's one game we'll talk about it later. And, you know, I don't want to get, you know, I don't want to give it away now, Drake, that it just looks like the line looks so off. You know, it looks so off. That I thought it's, we had late info on that game. I thought for sure you'd make that a premium play. That's crazy. It's just, I can't, I, I can't, it's like. All right, so how many games are there a year? Like 16,000 to 20,000 games a year. If I miss, yeah, the, e- if I miss the easy winner uh, because I didn't put Drake in, so be it, you know? If, if I avoided a, 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 an obvious trap, even better, you know? And it's like, why, I don't need to be involved, you know? It's like, yeah, the Drake line looks screwed up, right? Back, you know... Back two weeks ago, you know, when we gave out Drake or three weeks ago, and I was like, yeah, this is a team that wins 20 games every single year, right? And it was like, and I've been hitting them, you know, since then. But wait a minute. Now we got like a 10-game card, and they're a three-and-a-half-point favorite against, a, you know, a team that hasn't really done much. But that's a conference game, too, and a road conference game against, you know, Larry Bird's old school. And I don't know. It just, it, it's usually if... If it looks like somebody knows something, then somebody usually knows something, you know? So why even bother? There's so many other games on the board. And there's so many. I mean, we got, what, 10 NBA games on a Sunday? It's like. That game's a layup. Absolute layup. You think layup the, the reverse way? Indiana State's an Indiana absolute State layup. reverse. I, I could see it. It's like that's the only way you can bet it. It's the only way you could bet that game. 
And it's like, why even bother? I don't feel good about taking Indiana State there. So I, I'm just, I'm just going to take a hard pass on it. As soon as you told me that information, I was looking at the computer. I was all getting excited over Indiana State, and I added it as a premium. Well, so I mean, I mean, how square can that play be, right? <laughs> the Drake play. And I think the line's even dropped, right? It's at two and a half. Yeah, it's went from time. three and a half to two and a half. Now, I wasn't even looking at it. It looked at three and a half. It looked, it looked bizarre, right? At two and a half, it's like, now it's I was like. Gonna take a, I was going to take a pass on college basketball today. Yeah, I am. I couldn't do it after I saw that. I was like, oh, I got to be there. I don't know. I just, I, I don't see it. You know, it's kind of like, uh, I can't, I can't, I can't, uh, I think Indiana State's better than their record indicates. Oh, they're, they're way better than the record indicates, you know? Indiana State's not a bad team and a bad school. It's not like, you know, it's not like they're, uh, you know, Alcorn State or something. Larry Bird went there. They have that recruiting, you know. You, Larry Bird went, to, went there, you know. You always have that, you know, to recruit. You always have that, you know. It's like Larry Bird went here. We, we went to we, – we, Went to the national championship game. We won the national championship. Right? I also hit my betting app. As soon as you told me, hit it. I think I had three and a half. They won, right? Bird beat Magic for the championship, right? Yeah. Yeah. They won the national championship. Larry Bird. It's like, I don't know, man. <laughs> it's like, I ain't touching that shit. I don't know about you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't touching that thing. That's the, the big Big Mac versus Filet fish game, right? Yeah, there. that is the uh that is the Filet of Fish of the century. It's a, it's a, it's it's what you call don't step in that. There's no reason to. There's no re- there's there's no reason to. Well, I'm stepping in it. I like money. Drake is just on the road. That's why it's low. That doesn't yeah, even make that's, sense. That's that doesn't even make sense. It's like they played neutral psych games. Weren't they on the road at Kansas State when they beat the snot out of them? I'm pretty sure they were. Crowd, huge crowd at Indiana State. Yeah, today. it's going to be a massive crowd in India, <laughs> at Indiana State. Oh, I guess we skipped to the college basketball, but I couldn't help. That one was just crazy. Hit the like button. Smash the like button. An extra, extra for mom likes. I like all the moms out there. Yes, all the moms out there. Tell your mom to like our show. And also, if mom could leave a comment in the comment section below. Oh, my mom created a YouTube channel for her dog, too. She has a dog. so Nice. Got an extra two likes out of that. Got the Browns and the Jets. The Jetropolitans, this line dropping like a rock. I kind of like, I like the Jets at 10 and a half a lot before the, the news on all the Browns receivers being out. But the Browns are a running team, right? They're ground, they're ground and pound anyway. Um, the Jets have just been playing well, covering spreads. Five and five against the number in their last 10. This is a team that was one of the last teams to cover, right? That, them and then Dallas were the last two to cover. Now they're five and five against the number in the last ten. Browns four and six against the number in the last ten. Dead to me after that Cleveland game, after that Baltimore game. Of course, last week against the Giants. Like the Giants dead to me. <laughs> Brian, uh, you got your Browns hat on. 
Yeah, that doesn't really signify who I'm taking in this game. But uh, uh, I'm going to look at the total here, and I guess you'd look at this total and think under because the Browns are missing some uh, receivers, and they're going to have to run the ball. The Jets had trouble putting it in the end zone, but I'm going to go over here. I think we see uh, Jets put up a couple touchdowns, and the Browns run a couple in with Chubb. So I'm going to go over. Just like saying Chubb. Chubb, yeah. Well, he's on my fantasy team, so I need a big day today. I'm playing somebody who has Camara, and of course he had like six touchdowns the other day. We don't care. Got Chris, it. what do you think? I'm going to lean towards the Jets and the points. They've just been competitive lately, and uh, I know they're the the uh, the Browns are a running team, but uh, sometimes you can use that that passing game to set up the play action, or sorry, the other way around, the, the running game to set up play action. If you become one-dimensional, Allows the Jets to sell out a little bit and try to stop the run. So I think they can keep it within 10 points. Give me the Jets and the points. Yeah, I agree. I like the Jets here. I mean, obviously last week uh, the the Jets won a game that uh, their fans didn't want a win in and took took down the Rams on the road. But, you know, the Jets, like Mitch has said, they've been a solid cover team this season despite being 1-13 overall. And, you know, getting those points at home, I think the Jets are a smart play here. So I'll take New York and the points. Rod? Yeah, I agree. Uh, that's too many points. Jets have been playing better. Um, I'm definitely not a Browns guy. Uh, I, I think this is an easy three-point game. Easily. Uh, the Jets and the point. Easily. Easily a three. suck pretty badly. Um, got the uh, Bears and the Jags. Ugh. How are the Bears eight-point favorites over anyone? Explain this to me, somebody. I know it's the Jaguars. I understand they have the number one overall pick. They need, they've needed a quarterback for eight, since Mark Brunel left. Um They've, this team is, has screwed up quarterback drafts like no other team. They, 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 they didn't take Kyle Bowler, the last bad draft pick the Ravens had, but they have had um, Blake Bortles, and they did take, um, well, Byron left, which wasn't bad. He wasn't, he wasn't horrific. Um, they did take, uh, oh, boy, who's the other Missouri guy that they took? The quarterback out of Missouri. Yeah, the name's on the tip of my tongue. I think. Um, we'll we'll find it. We'll find it. So I'm surprised no one in the comments has. Is this. it Blaine Gabbert? Yes, that's, that's it. it. Blaine Gabbert. That's exactly who it is. Yeah, Blaine Gabbert. Brian he might still be a backup somewhere in the NFL. I'll tell you, he's a backup somewhere in the NFL. Is Chad Henney. <laughs> he sucks. <laughs> that was like the Bill Parcells genius draft pick for the Dolphins. Just a genius it, draft pick. Chase Daniels game, is yeah. Chase Daniels is a first ballot Hall of Famer compared to Blank Gabbard. I'll tell you that much. I wouldn't go that far. I would say so. It looked horrible. In this game here, I'm gonna take the Jaguars plus the points. It's just way too many points to lay on the Bears on the road, a team that has trouble scoring. 
So, I mean, Jags have been Gabber terrible. played yesterday. He's Tom Brady's backup. Is he? Mm. I think the Jags cover here. I'm going to lean towards Jacksonville. I'm going to take the under here. I understand it's low-scoring game. I can see Chicago struggling to score again. I can see that Jacksonville defense having issues against the – or, sorry, Jacksonville offense having issues against the Chicago defense. So, give me the under 46.5. Chris just so bitter over the Luton situation. Ron? <laughs> I'm going to agree with, agree with Brian here. I'm going to take the Jags and the points. I think you're getting over that touchdown and uh, – at home, we've seen the Jags cover some spreads, obviously not recently in the last two weeks, but you know they do have sole possession of that first-round pick, and they don't want to lose that. So I do see them losing this game outright, but getting more than a touchdown at home, I think that's valuable. So I'll take the Jags. Right. Yeah, I'm with you guys. Give me the Jaguars and the points. Uh, the Bears are 0-5 ATS their last five games as a favorite. Um I think the Bears win this game, but not by that many points. Uh, give me the Jags and plus the eight and a half. Yeah, I like the Jaguars in this one. Got the Falcons and the Chiefs. You know, you would think the Chiefs would just make quick work of the Falcons, but something's starting to smell funny about this one to me, too. Something stinks at Arrowhead. <laughs> and, it's, it's, and it's not just the Falcons. Well, for me, I, I cut out the Falcons late as a premium, but I really like them if you're getting 10, 10 and a half. I just I think the Chiefs are about as as a square. You know, I don't want to say fillet of fish play as it gets there. Uh, you know, I'm an anti-Chiefs guy every week, but I think the Falcons are a scrappy team. I think they can keep it within 10. So give me the Falcons. I think it's one of the better free picks. So we have Braden Mossman likes to – take one of my picks you know and, it, and he's one of those guys who like just out of i did 38 videos so he, he just goes <laughs> picks one out and he just says yeah that game went that game went that you lost that under pick on that game every pick yep i did i've lost a lot of them lost a lot of free picks i've given up i do about i don't know i've done about i don't know fourteen thousand videos top notch cappers with their top premium picks if you if you're hitting the 58 percent range um it's pretty good 58 59 percent would be phenomenal and uh so that is what you got about you you got a choice of about i don't know six seven thousand more out there that you could just put up as a comment also ron oh chris uh, I'll take Atlanta as well. I think this is a 10-point game. I think it comes in just under that number. I think Atlanta sneaks in the back door close, close to the end of the game. So give me Atlanta and the points. Yeah, I, I agree with you guys. Uh, I like the Falcons here. You know, the Chiefs, have, as good as they've been, 13-1 and one overall, they're only 6-7 and seven against the spread. And, you know, that's just key when you look at, like Brian said, the filet fish team of the year. And, you know, a lot of people bet on them, and they're not really covering spreads for a reason. I mean, there's no need to blot an opponent when you're already clinched the AFC West. I mean, they're going to win this game, and they'll clinch a home field advantage. But, you know, it doesn't need to be a blowout. So I'll, I'll take the Falcons and the points. I think this is going to be a touchdown game. 
Yeah, I'm in agreement. Give me the Falcons and the points here. Uh, Chiefs all year. They, they, they're just looking to get the win. Get the win. That's it. They have no interest in covering anything. And that's just what we've seen from them all year. So uh, I don't see that changing. Uh, Chiefs win by a touchdown. Give me the Falcons plus the points. I'm going to do the computer pick show. It's just the schedules have been way weird this week. So it makes it tough when there's all these daytime games and stuff. I just haven't had time to do it. And it's like the games at night. It just doesn't fit to do the computer pick show. But you can get spread knowledge software. It's, it's nine bucks for three days. So it's less than three. It's less than three dollars a day. And if you can't afford three dollars a day to get something that you really want, stop betting now. Turn off our show and stop betting. Because that is I can't tell someone they can't afford three dollars a day to bet on sports. That would be um, really, really bad for you. you want when betting stops being fun, it's you gotta stop. You know, and I talked about my my addictions that I've had in the past the other day. I talked about it, you know, I've talked about it on the show before. And it's like, you know, I drank about 15 years past fun, you know. So, anyways. So, betting is, is something that, you know, has put a financial burden on you in any way. It's caused any kind of problems in your life. Don't do it. Just don't, don't, don't do, do it. it. Yeah. Just don't do it. It's like, I get it, you know, I get it. We love you still. And you can come back when you, when you get back on, get it back together, you know. Where are we? Me? Yeah, yeah, it's you. Over. Pittsburgh against the Colts. Colts missing their two offensive tackles. This is um, one of those positions where you don't talk about it too much. But, uh, man, is are they important. That's why they make the big, big, big bunny. That's why they're always, you know, offensive tackles are just, you know, the good ones are just legendary. Brian? Yeah, I wonder if somebody's out for Pittsburgh because I see a negative Minus one for Colts in some spots. The line's really starting to fluctuate a little bit. I like the Steelers most of the week, but I think I'm going to go with the Colts here. Steelers have shown uh, uh, they've had struggles the last couple of weeks. I think that continues. I think the Colts come in and beat them up uh, with their defense. Take Indianapolis to win straight up. Money line, lay the point, whatever you have to do. Chris? Yeah, I want, in, I want Indianapolis as well. I'm just... I think we're seeing Pittsburgh, you know, uh, crawl to the finish line, and Indianapolis is coming on strong right now. So I'll take the Colts. I'll take them on the money line. I won't even worry about the the point. I'll take Indianapolis on the money line. And for for me in this one, you know, when you got two teams, two good teams that are fighting for division titles, this is going to be not only a good game to watch, but it's going to be a defensive battle. I think two strong defenses and two defenses that can stop the run very well. Um, I think uh, the under is the play for me here. I think this is going to be a defensive battle between two teams that really want it. So I'll take the under. Yeah, for me, that's what I'm with Ron. Give me the under. Um, uh, the Colts are going to have a tough time scoring. Uh, they're going to have a tough time keeping the, the, the Steelers 
defense at bay without uh, Philip Rivers going to be running for his life this game. Uh, I say if you can find a sack prop that goes over, he's definitely going to go over. He's going to get beat up today. Uh, I, I like the under. Give me the under. Definitely smash mouth football game. I like the Colts. I don't care about the tackles out. Steelers still can't catch the ball. When, until they can start catching the football consistently and making plays, then you can beat a Colts defense like this. This is going to be a defensive game all the way. Two playoff teams, and it's going to be some smash mouth. I think we're going to see some turnovers in this game too. I like the Colts. Ravens against the Giants. Daniel Jones is back in action for the Giants just in time. We know the Ravens mopped the floor with the lousy teams, and they really, they really, uh, they really go. Uh, what do you call it? Sitting Bull at uh, at uh, Bighorn or whatever it was. Right? What's his name? Bighorn. Bighorn. Sitting Bull. No, I don't think it was Sitting Bull. I'll I'll find out. Uh, for me, I'm going to go with the Giants here plus the points. Uh, you know, I need Lamar Jackson, the Ravens, to have a big game, but I, I just think that they sleepwalk through this one, win it by a touchdown. Giants cover. Giants look brutal last two weeks or so. Well, I'll take the points in the Giants here. I'm going to stick with the Ravens here. It's crazy horse. Baltimore's a hit. <laughs> yeah. They're going crazy horse on their ass. Crazy but, horse, yeah. That's yeah. Cool. Crazy horse from uh, from the battle of Little Bighorn. <laughs> Crazy horse going nuts. That's what the Ravens do, man. It's like they just find like some weak team and they just roll them up. I hope so. I hope they roll them up. I just don't see it. They roll them up and smoke them. Yeah. Ruffalo yeah, when like Ruffalo when he like Ruffalo when he hears the alarm clock go off in the morning. <laughs> it's like uh, we need to get Chris a big cigar. I can see him smoking a big cigar. <laughs> uh, I, I, yeah, I like Baltimore by at least two touchdowns here, and I'll light up a cigar. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I like the Ravens here, and as much as I'd like to take the Giants in this spot, getting ten points is just you know the Ravens. They they need a win here, and uh, so do the Giants. But look at New York's last two games. They look miserable against the Browns and Cardinals. I know the quarterback uh, situation hasn't been the easiest, but you know Daniel Jones, I don't think, is 100%. And the Ravens, I think they're just going to take care of business and win by two touchdowns or more at home. Yeah, I'm in agreement. Uh, I like the Ravens here. Uh, it's just that time of year. They're, they're starting to get healthy. They're starting to play. Um Ravens, blowout. Larry Bird lost to Magic Johnson. I have it right here. It's underneath my hurricane flag. I have a picture of it. It's on the wall. French Lick, Indiana. Yep. The pride of French Lick. I got pulled over there once. Going to the uh, casino back that area. Ooh. Forget the name of the. It was in Rising Sun, Indiana. The casino. Mm. 
uh, the Ravens. Got the Texans against the Bengals. The Bengals coming off the big win against the Steelers. That was their season. But a little bit of confidence going. Seven and a half. Um, boy, that hook. Brian? Yeah, I believe this is the game where the hook comes into play. I don't think, you know, there could be a letdown factor with the Bengals, but I like Finley in there. I see the Texans winning by a touchdown. And, you know, if you can get the seven and a half, take the Bengals. I think it should, should cash. Has there ever been more of like a seven point team than the Texans? It's like they either always lose by seven or win by seven. It's like it's always on seven. You know, for these guys. Last week, right, they were on the right side of it. They they lost by seven. They were getting the seven and a half against the Colts. This week, they're on the other side of it. I like getting points with the Texans, not giving them up. Yeah, I'm on the Bengals as well. I just, I don't want to lay seven. I don't want to lay the hook either with the, with the Texans. I could see this being a seven-point game. So, if you can get the hook. Take the Bengals at a seven, gonna have a push, I think. So, but I'll take I'll take Cincinnati in the points. I'm just way behind on my comments here. Yeah, I completely agree with you guys. I, I like the Bengals in the points. You know, this could be like a letdown spot, like uh, Brian said, after a big win over the Steelers, a game that they dominated from start to finish. But um, you know, getting that that hook, that seven and a half, that's key for me here. Um, so I think the Bengals is the valuable play. For me, I like the over. Uh, I think both te- both offenses can score. Uh, we easily get over this number. I like the over. Give me the over. I like the Bengals. We've got Washington against the Panthers. Line dropped two and a half points, or one and a half points in this one. Of course, uh, Ron Rivera used to be the coach of the Panthers. He drafted all those players on that team. So, yes, kind of knows their tendencies and exactly what they're all about. Um, of course, once again, Washington, kind of meaningless game for the Panthers, but Washington really needs it. They could be uh, spoilers here, the Panthers. I don't think, you know, pro athletes ever don't try. Yeah, we're going to tank it for starter yet in this game? The best was we're going to tank it for Andrew Luck. It's like everyone got cut and fired. It's like, yeah, we tanked it for him. Doesn't work that way. Yeah, Jim Caldwell was really around to share the, the Andrew Luck uh, bounty. <laughs> it was like he was fired like right after the last game of the season. It's like, yeah, he was tanking it. <laughs> no way. No way. Did they confirm a starting quarterback yet for the Washington? Yeah, it's going to be Brett Favre. Yeah, we know that. <laughs> <laughs> Brett Favre. <laughs> yes, it will be. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to lean towards the under in this game. I just think Washington has a very stout defense, and no matter who starts a quarterback, especially if it's Haskins, they're going to struggle to score. The Panthers aren't a big offensive it's team. It's a tough decision, so they remain undecided. I'll take the under. I don't think it's tough. I think if Alex Smart is healthy, you Smith, Alex Smith, is healthy, you stick it. Alex under, Smart coming games. in from BigDogs.com <laughs> to play quarterback. I got Alex Smart on my mind. <laughs> there definitely is a smart play in this game. You just got to be in tuned and have the right guy behind you. It's anyway, like, take the under. Alex Smart, they interview, him, they interview him after the game. It's like, you know, we were laying a point. I knew if I, I knew to get the job done. I guess sometimes you got to just do it yourself. 
They're doing the post game interview. So what's next for you? Well, catch me on the drive through Monday he's, at six o'clock Eastern. Like, I got the drive through, but I got a great three pack tonight in the NBA. <laughs> His lines drop into a pick across the board. I mean, a little bit of worrisome here. To me, it's a trap yeah. game. How how is a team playing for a playoff spot a trap game? <laughs> I I don't see, see that. Well, we'll see. We'll see. I don't see it. Exactly. Uh, I'm, I'm, not on, I'm on Washington here. I'm on Washington. I just, I normally am a fan of Teddy Bridgewater getting points, but Washington's the only team with anything to play for here. And it's hard to believe that we, that the NFC East winner could actually finish 500 this season. So but I think that's the spot that Washington's in. I like, I like Washington in the spot. So Ron Romanelli. Okay. Who plays, um, who's the second string tight end on the Jets? Any idea? I know how, how about like who's a, who's like a second string wide receiver on the Jets? Uh, I guess Crowder or Mims. Well, no, he's first string, right? So what about like Braxton Berrios or something like? Oh that, yeah, right, right. So, and how about on the Jags? Like who's like a backup guy on the Jags? Right? I mean, it's even tough to name uh, these guys. So here's the yeah. comment: Jets, Jets, and Jags not looking to win. Draft picks more important. Oh yeah, <laughs> you think you think that? Let's let's find out exactly. I'll, I'll just pick a guy, and we'll see we'll see we'll see what other career he has that's going to pay him the same thing as he gets for playing seventeen weeks in the NFL. We're gonna. I mean, I don't know. I never understand this. I hear this comment since the day I since the day I started before we were doing live video, even when I was doing regular videos. When we used to have our chat room, people said these same comments. It's like. You know, when you get to the end of the season, or even like last year, the Dolphins are tanking it for Tua. It's like, you don't understand, you know? Like, these guys like, um, you know, Xavier Dixon or something, right? Or whatever his name is, right? He's a great he's a great secondary player, right? In the secondary. But do you think he's going to earn that kind of money, um, you know, in his second career after football? I mean, I don't know his his his, you know... His uh, aptitude, I'm going to guess he's not a dummy, right? Because we see him, he's a ball hawk, right? But at the same time, you know, he's making, what, 20? <laughs> you know? Yeah, he's not going to. He doesn't care about that. They don't care about their jobs. This is the dumbest thing I've ever heard, you know? It, just, it doesn't even make any sense. So, Connor McDermott, okay? You think he doesn't care about winning today for the Jets and like playing the best that he could possibly play? When they go back and, I mean, they watch the film, they rewatch it, they circle, they have like a camera on every position. Bill Belichick has two cameras, one for his position, one for the other guy's position, right? And one for the sideline, he's got three. But a guy like this, and then they go back and they watch the film, right? And they see like, oh, he made his assignment. Oh, look at the block he did here on this type of running play and stuff like that. You don't think that this guy wants to put on the very best show that he can today. So when his agent shows that film at the negotiation table because he wants a higher draft pick? Yeah, they're going to draft the guy that's going to replace him is what's going to happen. Yeah, he's real excited about that. That makes zero... I mean, what sense does that make? I, I don't even under, I don't even get it. It just does. It's like I go through this all the time. I don't even understand it. You know, you think Sam Darnold is really thrilled about Trevor Lawrence coming to town? 
You think what's what's Sam making? You think Sam's going to be you know? Think if Sam hits the free agent market, he's going to make what he's making now? I doubt it. I don't even get. That doesn't even make any sense to me. Yeah, Bryce Harper is just not going to hit today because uh, you know, I got this kid that's coming up out of high school. <laughs> Darnold's Darnold's average salary annually seven point six million because he's on his rookie contract still. Yeah, yeah. So you think the Jets are going to re up him if they sign Trevor Lawrence? No way. You think he's he's going to get like an Andy Dalton thing where he gets shuffled around the league? Is what's going to happen if he doesn't? Anyways, let's get back to to it. Um, I just I never understand these comments. I just I hear. Every single year, right? Every year we go through this. They're going to tank, it, you know, it, for Tua. They got, they got Tua. Now they got a Woodstrock thing going on. Same thing, David Woodley, Donstrock. It's like they, whoever's playing good, we just put them in. Mm-hmm. Guys are probably too, too I young. remember you predicted Tua would be, that was the best NFL quarterback ever or just for the Dolphins? I think he. I think. I think before it's all said and done, he will be one of the top NFL quarterbacks to ever play the game. He makes throws that no other quarterback can make. He can make throws. He throws a better ball than any quarterback I've ever seen, and I've seen a lot of quarterbacks. This guy throws ropes, man. This guy puts spin on the ball, and that's why he can make those those throws, those out patterns that nobody else can throw. Those for everybody else, that's a dangerous pass. For this guy, it's whoa. Whoa. Did you see that? This hey, Dolphins win with, with like no name guys. This guy's well. good, man. This guy's good. <clears throat> give, give him some weapons. Yeah, he didn't have, I mean man. look who they have. I can't wait. Yeah, they don't have can't you know, wait. there's no Julio Jones on this team. No. <laughs> they got Devontae Parker, he plays three games a year. <laughs> yeah, just just that he's just Good tight end. Oh yeah, superstar. <laughs> I said he's good. Having yeah, but it's not. I mean, but if you list the top twenty tight ends in the NFL, is he in there? Travis Kelsey, is he in there with uh, the guy from the Niners? Just said he might be Kittle. Twenty. <laughs> How about these other tight ends from Iowa last year that went really high? Font and um, the other guy on the Lions. Hawkinson. 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 All right. Since since the Jets don't want to win. Did we all get through Washington and the Panthers? No, I got to get my own pick. All right. Um, like I said, we'll get to the next one. Now, go ahead. <laughs> I like the under here. Um, you know, Washington, they rely on their defense, and this is a game that they need to win to – keep an edge on uh, Dallas and the Giants and even the Eagles behind them. So um, if they're going to win it, they're going to have to play a strong defensive game, and that's where I think uh, this game's going to be uh, under the total. For me in this one, uh, I'm going to take the Panthers. Um, Washington's been playing good. Uh, they're defensive as, as, as won them a bunch of games, but uh, this is where it stops. They get upset here. Uh, I'm going to take the Panthers. Panthers are 6-0 and ATS the last six as a road underdog. 8-1 uh, and one the last nine as an underdog. Uh, the last ten games, 
the underdog is eight and two <laughs> in this series. Uh, I'm gonna take the Panthers outright them. But Rod, the Panthers, if they if they lose out and everything stays as is, they're drafting fourth overall in the draft. And if they win, they move all the way to thirteenth. Don't you think they're just going to tank it? <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, but this is the logic that people are using. No, it's I thought like, Mitch was actually arguing that point. I thought no, I mean, I'm just saying. I, I just Googled <laughs> it. I just Googled, like, where the where what are the draft standings right now, you know, for, for the 2021 draft? Yeah, and the, the Panthers are sitting draft. fourth. They're four and ten. They're the worst of the four and tens. They're, like, they're in the catbird seat of the four and tens. The Eagles are the worst – position of the four tens because of the tie they're four nine in there but the panthers are in the best position of the four and tens boy a bengals win they could slip into third see what happens if somebody wins that uh nfc uh east there that crappy division uh you win that division you drop in your in your draft <laughs> like i can't, no wonder nobody wants to win that division washington is washington is is um in the 19th position right now yeah uh, got the Broncos and the Chargers. I like the Broncos. I'm going to say it right now. I like the Broncos. I think this is a perfect game for Anthony Lynn to coach his team right out of a cover. I, they'll probably lose. Yep. I agree with Mitch. I got in on the Bron- uh, yeah on the Broncos plus three earlier. I see it's at two and a half. Uh, Public's likes liking the Chargers after two straight wins, but give me Denver in that running game today. I'm going to take the points with Denver here because the money line I'm only seeing plus one twenty range. It's just not enough value there. I'd rather have the yep. two and a half points than the plus one twenty. If it was plus one forty, I would be at that. <clears throat> take the points. Yeah, take the points, Chris. Yeah, I'm on the Broncos as well. I said it before. Until the Chargers fire Anthony Lynn, they're not seeing a dime of my money. So, give me uh, the Broncos here. You look a little different today. You Botoxing? <laughs> Took my glasses off for a second. Oh, all right. Ron? <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I agree with you guys. I like the Broncos. Um, the first game these two teams played, it was all Chargers until the fourth quarter where Anthony Lynn said, uh, let me get in there and uh, – Change this game up a little bit, and uh, the Broncos won the game outright on the last minute touchdown. So, you know, I wouldn't be surprised to see the same thing happen here. I'll take the Broncos. Right? I think the Broncos, but I like the over. Uh, uh, these teams, we're not going to see too much defense here. Uh, we're going to see a lot of scoring. Yeah, give me the over. Got the. Cowboys against the Eagles. Line has moved three points. I like the Cowboys. I've cashed on them last week on the money line. I'm going to play a money line again against the Eagles. Um, I don't like it as much as I liked it last week, but I'll tell you what. I like it. I like it enough because Doug Peterson is one shitty-ass coach, and he will coach you right out of any kind of cover. You don't want to be laying points with the Philadelphia Eagles because what's going to happen is they're going to be up they're going to be they're going to, there's going to be some kind of stupid play and instead of just kicking the extra point he's going to go for two and they're not going to get it and it's going to cost you your cover if they are going to win but I could see them losing outright. I mean, I could see them botching this thing. There's no like mobile quarterback that the Cowboys haven't seen. They have Dak Prescott as their regular QB. It's like these guys have all seen that before. Practice. Got to go to practice. Talking about practice. 
Brian? Not yeah, a game. for me, uh, uh, big betters are taking the Eagles, but I don't agree with them. I think the Cowboys, uh, I mean, Eagles are, aren't a team I want to lay points with on the road. So for me, it's the Cowboys plus the three. Also, the Cowboys, the prop bet, plus 1,600 to win the NFC East. I want to put 100 on that today. I think the Cowboys uh, sweep out. And I, I'm not going to – I like the Cowboys to win the NFC East at plus 1,600 and win today plus three. Chris is supposed to be our franchise player. We're just talking about practice. Chris? Yeah, I'm on Dallas as well. I just – for all the reason you guys mentioned, Doug Peterson going to coach out of a game faster than anybody else, and I just I think Dallas is trying to try to pick it up down the stretch, and they still got the more talented roster side by side, in my opinion. So, give me Dallas with the free field goal at home. I meant the Botox comment in, in the nicest possible way too, Ron. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was I, a compliment. It was a compliment. <laughs> I'm going to take the Cowboys on the money line, and I'm just about to go punch in what Brian just said on the Cowboys to win the NFC East. I think that's a great value. And if the Cowboys, you know, a team that we call them America's team for a reason, they bring in a lot of TV ratings, and it would make sense for them to make the postseason over a team like Washington. But I do think they get the win here at home against an Eagles team that hasn't impressed me enough to lay anything with them on the road. So, uh, yeah, I'll take the Cowboys on the money line. Right. Yeah, I'm with you. Give me the Cowboys on the money line. Uh, we were on them last week and uh, cashed there, and uh, they're going to do it again. They're going to outright these, this lousy Eagles team. Uh, no problem. So a couple of quick notes here on, on some line moves. Seattle now a point and a half over uh, the Rams. That's moved up from uh, one when we started the show. Washington down to a pick against the Panthers. And uh, the Colts now favored by a point against the Steelers. Uh, so those are all line moves. And that Jet-Browns line is six and a half is, is where I'm seeing it. Um, the Broncos, we already talked, is two and a half. There was threes out there this morning, but it's two and a half now. So um, just throwing those out there. Not that I'm doing any betting while I'm on the show. I wouldn't. Well, I would do that. Don't I? I do it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah. What? You, you need to see my... What tickets are you talking? <laughs> what is, you got a problem? <laughs> you don't need to see that. I wouldn't be hiding tickets or anything. Seattle against the Rams. Line move, like I just said. It's been two, now, then it was one, and now back to one and a half. The book's kind of... Trying to get some Ram action here, Brian. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, uh, we got a divisional matchup here, a key one, uh, very important. Line opened up at forty-eight and a half. The total is down to forty-seven and a half. I'm going to go under. I think uh, we're going to see a good defensive battle, uh, even though Seattle's defense hasn't been the best. Uh, give me the under here, Chris. Can't hear you, Ron. And this game, I'm I'm going to take the Seahawks. I mean, it's going to be a great game to watch, and it's a it's a lean at best. But you know, Seattle can clinch the division with a win here, and you know, Rams obviously coming off an embarrassing loss. Uh, I think Russell Wilson gets the job done. I'll take the Seahawks. Chris, you back with us? Yeah. Sorry about that. 
Um, I, I like the over here. Seattle's defense hasn't been much of anything so far this uh, season. And the Rams, well, I'm not back on after I lost to the Jets. So I think we see some fair share of our points here. So give me the over. Right. I mean, I'm, with Brian. I, I, I'm with Brian. This is going to go under. Uh, divisional battle. Um, these teams are going to beat each other up. Uh, someone wins by a field goal at the end. But uh, I like the under in this game. And I lean Seattle. I, I think Seattle kicks that field goal at the end and gets the win. Uh, but I like the under. Every week I've been saying, um, you know, divisional matchups in December um, always go under. And I've been pretty much spot on on that so far, but I like the over in this one. I just don't see that Seattle defense holding up, and I think Seattle's going to have to open it up against the Rams, who are somewhat vulnerable. You know, we saw it last week, you know, that that secondary is vulnerable. And uh be interesting to see what happens. One of my wagers was bounced, so one of these lines has moved. Hmm. Let's see what that is. Here it is. It's the Jags line has dropped to eight. The Ravens are now nine and a half. We're seeing two against the. Uh, that's a dropper. Anyways, we'll come back. There's gonna be plenty more of that action. We got Sunday Night Football Packers against the Titans. I'll be live at halftime for this game. Of course, I'll be live for the early games as well. Last night back. Back onto form, smashing it. Dolphins over, second half over, and Dolphins minus three and a half at plus 115. Got all those on our live show last night, so hopefully you guys tuned in at halftime. Um, of course, be sure to smash the like button. We have 1,350 people watching us right now. That's a holy shit to that one. Thank you guys for all tuning in. Um, it's awesome to watch this show grow every single day and every single week. And... Um, you know, just be sure to hit the like button. It it costs you nothing. It helps us a ton. We don't ask for any money. We don't sit here and, you know, pawn our, our premium picks off on you. We do one small promotion here and there. But, you know, we're not like, you know, well, I'm not going to give you this one because it's my premium, you know, whatever. So, I was going to say check out my premium picks. Yeah, check out Brian's premium picks. I got my tin cup out. Check out my premium picks. <laughs> you know, we don't, like, throw discount codes at you, you know. These stupid things. We just, you know, we just deliver and uh, you know have fair prices on on the premium stuff. But for this stuff, it's free, and it's like people say we should charge, and I say no. Same thing with halftime. Brian said we should charge. Charge. Yeah. I mean, even people like even even people that are premium members and stuff, they're all saying you should charge an extra fee for your halftime shows. It's like pay per view. Nah. All I'm asking for is nice. thumbs up. Nice. I don't think it's I don't think it's too much to ask for. A thumbs up. I will grovel. Speaking of groveling, Titans and the Packers, the books groveling for Packer action here, which is rare. Yeah, and they're also groveling for overaction. It dropped about almost around three points here. I see a ton of running the football, especially from the Titans. Uh, and I love to go under in primetime games. I'm going to go under here. I'm going to take Derrick Henry to score the first touchdown. It's not the biggest payout, plus 490. Uh, but I, I can see Derrick Henry running it in. Yeah, I'm going to take the Titans here. I just, I think that uh, Derrick Henry does have a big game against that Green Bay defense that had trouble against San Francisco in the NFC Championship last year. 
and they didn't do much to improve the the run defense. So take Tennessee in the points, and uh, I'm with Brian. I like Derrick Henry as well. Plus, uh, I got plus five fifty, but uh, I like Derrick Henry to score the first touchdown as well. Yeah, I'm going to take the under in this game. I think uh, totals a bit too high for me in a game where both teams need it. Both teams, uh, solid teams, and Titans obviously fighting for that uh, division title. Packers looking to clinch the home field advantage and uh, or get a home field advantage. But I think you know both teams have have great running backs, and but both teams have been solid against the run, and I think that's going to uh, push to the under in this game. And I think the first. First touchdown, I'm going to take Aaron Jones. So Broncos' money line has moved up to plus 115. It was at plus 110. So it's plus 115 now, so a little bit more value there on the money line, but the line is still plus 2.5. Rod? And the Texans, the Texans-Bengals is still there. All right. Colts. For me in this one... uh... Uh, I, I I think this is a three-point game either way. So if you got minus three, I think you're, we're going to get a, a push here, I think. And I like the over. Uh, I like the over more than uh, I think both teams are going to score. I know uh, both teams can stop a run. And so that means uh, we're going to have to air the ball out. And uh, the Titans are uh, vulnerable against uh, the pass. Uh, and then we know the Packers D can give up points as well. So... Uh, I lean the over. Give me the over in this game. Titans have gone now plus three and a half, but at, at minus one twenty. So Carolina minus one now. Yep, that's how I pay for. That's how I pay for all this shit. Anyways, uh, I like the over in this game. I think there's going to be a lot of running, but we've seen that Packer defense against uh, in December. Um, <laughs> before in January <laughs> against the run, uh, it'll never. I don't think that that memory of that championship game last year will ever be erased from my memory. Um, I think uh, Mostert just scored again. You know, it's like it was uh, ridiculous. And uh, you know, and, and until I until the Packers show me that they can have a shutdown defense, you put it up against the. Best running back in the entire NFL. Good luck. And you put up that secondary against Aaron Rodgers. Good luck. Going to be a shootout at Lambeau. I know the weather is supposed to be bad. Snow. They're still going to score. Yeah, they, I've seen shootouts in the snow at Lambeau for sure. <laughs> it's not It's not like the old days of the frozen tundra. It's, we're talking about heated fields and, you know, all kinds of stuff going on. Yeah. I like Devontae Adams to uh, score the first touchdown. That's a stupid choice. I see a couple 53s out there now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I just, I just didn't know what to say. Um, I'm going to go for Brown for the uh, Titans. Score the first one. Scores a lot of touchdowns. Seems to score. Corey Davis. Brown. Someone like that. Derrick Henry. One of the one of the football players. But I'll, I'll go with Brown since I said that first. All right. Got NBA action tonight. Love me some NBA action. Got uh, 
Anything anyone wants to say about the NFL before we move on to the NBA? Any of you guys got like anything like, you know, wow, you know, you guys, we did my thing and then you went past me and then I want to call you an idiot for what you said. No. Well, we'll neither confirm nor deny the Botox comment. We've got Clippers against the Mavericks. <laughs> <clears throat> Still, I'm, I'm still on the I'm still on the Doritos from yesterday. Got the Clippers and the Mavericks. Clips laying five against the Mavs. The Mavs have looked um, depleted, right? They just look gassed in the fourth quarter of these games. They've had a they've drawn a tough schedule, right? To start all on the road, and they look gassed. Meanwhile, the Clippers, I mean, all of a sudden, like. Everyone's playing well on the Clippers. The Clippers are a team where everyone plays well or everyone plays out. There's no, like, one guy kind of lifts them up. It was Lou last year and the year before that, right? Lou Williams. It's like the trade that, you know, they would love that back. Right? It's like, why do we trade Lou Williams to the Clippers? It's like, what the hell are we thinking? It's like, it was him, you know, that dominated the fourth quarter. But now it's, it just seems that Beverly's playing well. Everyone's playing well, right? They seem to, they seem to have, uh, you know, they lost Harrell. But it might be addition by subtraction. I think they're better without him. Paul George is taking his game to a whole new level. Brian? Yeah, for me, I know Dallas really looked lost last game out, but it's just uh, the big betters are taking Dallas and the smaller guys like the Clips today. I'm going to go with the big betters and the Dallas Mavericks plus the points. I think they can keep within three points. Yeah, I'm st- I'm still going to lean towards the Clippers here. I just I think they're c- playing uh, extremely well early on, and I don't think Luka Luka Doncic can't do it all on his own, especially if he's got a banged up knee. Uh, I'm going to lean towards uh, the Clippers and the points in this one. Maybe if you stop humping his leg like a cocker spaniel, he's got a chance to heal and run. <laughs> <clears throat> Obviously, the key in this game is Kawhi. Um, you know, I, I remember I was watching the game. I was dozing off a little bit, and I look, I look up, and all of a sudden Kawhi's on the court with blood all over him. I said, "What the heck happened to Kawhi Leonard?" But um, obviously, eight stitches in his mouth. So we'll we'll see if he plays. He probably will. But um, you know, I think the Mavericks can keep this game close, and I think they're going to catch a cover on the road here. You're getting five points. Um, you know, make sure you check and see if Kawhi's playing or not. Obviously, the line will reflect that, but uh, yeah, I'll take the Mavericks. Uh, for me in this one, uh, I'm taking the Clippers. Um, they're just off to the better start. Everybody's playing. They're looking like a team playing. And Dallas, they've got one guy, like Luka Doncic. They're, they're, they have no depth in scoring. Um, I don't trust this Mavericks team at all. Um, the public's always nabbered with them. Uh, I'm going to take the Clippers here. Kind of like the uh, over. Got the Nets and the Hornets. Line is at ten and a half points, double digits. Welcome to the NBA, Brian. Yeah, talk about enamored public teams. That would be the Brooklyn Nets, and I think the the time to bet the Nets is past. That uh, opened up at seven and a half, up to ten and a half. I think they win by eight, nine points, but. Uh, with this amount of points to take the Hornets at home, I think they cover. I'm, I'm still going to ride with the public early on. 
least for one more game. I like the Nets here. I just I don't like what I'm really seeing early on from the Hornets, and I just don't know if they have the horses to hang with Brooklyn in this one. So give me the Nets. You know, obviously both of these teams have a lot of hype going into the season. Brooklyn, you know, KD and Kyrie finally playing together, and Charlotte with the LaMelo ball. And, you know, obviously Charlotte hasn't really performed while Brooklyn has. But I think this is just a case of too many points. You know, the Hornets did play yesterday, but they're getting ten and a half. I just think that's too many. I think this is a single-digit win for the Nets, so I'll take the Hornets and the points. What do you think about the way that Brooklyn kind of put away the Celtics there on Christmas Day where, you know, the Celtics couldn't hit shots and everything was going in, you know, on the other side for uh, for Brooklyn. It wasn't just Kevin Durant and Kyrie. It was kind of everybody joined in on the party there. What did you think of that? Yeah, I mean, you know, the Brooklyn, Boston had the lead at halftime, and then all of a sudden just Brooklyn, bang, every shot was falling. I think that just shows how versatile the offense is for the Nets. But, um, you know, I think the, the Hornets do have the Gunners. You know, Terry Rozier, they've got some scores that can keep this game rather close, and they did play yesterday, so fatigue could be a problem. But I, I do think that the Hornets catch a cover at home. Fatigue, always a problem for me. Rod? Uh, for me in this one, um, exactly, the, the, the Hornets team on a back-to-back. Um, ten and a half, uh, I think that's light. You're, you're actually getting value there. I think the Nets should be favored by more than that. Um, give me Brooklyn here. Um, they win this by way more than ten. The Wizards and the Magic part two. These teams just played last night. I had given the Wizards in the video two days ago, and then I gave out the Magic on the show. Didn't about face happens. You know, things happen. This one opened with the Wiz minus one and a half. The line opened before the game last night when the Magic won by ten. Brian, you think they the Magic double up on them? It's hard to beat the same team twice in a row. Well, I've been I've been right about the Magic the first two games. This game, I'm going to fade them and take uh, the Wizards. Uh, normally, I don't like to play the same team on back-to-back games, so I'm going to go with Washington here. I think they get the win. I'm going to take Washington as well. I was on the wrong side of that one yesterday, but I think uh, Washington bounces back, gets that elusive win today, and I think we see uh, Orlando take a step back here. So give me give me Washington to play the bucket. And just like we've seen in college basketball, and like Mitch said, it's really tough to beat the same team twice, especially on a back-to-back, um, back-to-back days. So, you know, I, I think the Wizards catch a win here and at home, and you know, I think the Magic are handed their first loss of the season. This is just a weird thing. There's two games today like this where back-to-back games, and it's not like a home-and-home. They're both at the same arena. Rod? Uh, I think we're. I'm going to stick with the same thing we saw yesterday. The Magic uh, get the win over the Wizards. Uh, I think they come in here and do the exact same thing. Uh, I don't see any change. Uh, I'll take the Magic to beat the Wizards again. Me and Rod are opposites today. Spurs against the Pelicans. I had the Spurs yesterday. I like them again here against the Pelicans. How about you, Brian? Yeah, we had this. I, I've been loving up on the Spurs, but I'm going to change course and take the Pelicans. They're bound to get a win. I think. I think the Pelicans will win by ten here. I think it should be an easy cover. Take the Pels. Spurs. I mean, ever since the bubble last year, they just were tearing it up there. 
And uh, I love the way they played last night. They looked really. It's the same way they played in the bubble, and they haven't they haven't played they played that same way since. Chris, how about down by four with a minute and a half left to go? They win by five or something, right? Yeah. Well, I think I think that's just a, a testament to what San Antonio can do when they're actually healthy. The word so, I was uh, looking for was testicular uh, fortitude, Chris. That's what. <laughs> Chris has a lot of testicular the fortitude. testicular fortitude of the <laughs> uh, great that's going to be uh, that's going to be a word that I use probably three or four times today um, the whole show yeah, now give me, give me the Spurs the whole thing give me the Spurs I think the Spurs keep this one within three or four points so give me, give me San Antonio Uh, for me in this game, uh, you know, obviously the Spurs look great this season, and that could be uh, due to their uh, coaching. Got the best coach in the league, and that's good for a few wins <laughs> early on in the year. But I think this could be a letdown spot for the Spurs, and I think the, the Pelicans have the team to win this game by more than five and a half. So I'll, I'll take New Orleans and lay the points. And I'll uh, take the hot Spurs. Um, they started the season there. They're, they're looking really good. Um, uh, they can easily keep this within uh, a one possession uh, of the Pelicans. Uh, take the Spurs and the points. I also like the under in this game. Uh, we'll see a big running back and forth shootout. I think uh, we got a little bit of lower scoring here. Give me the uh, Spurs and the under. I like the Spurs. Cavs against the Sixers, back-to-back road games for Philly, who covered yesterday against the Knicks. Just tells you how bad the Knicks are, I think, more than anything else. I like yeah, I, I was, like the Cavs here, the points. I was surprised that the Knicks didn't get the cover yesterday, but I've been riding the Cavaliers through the first two, and I'm going to continue it here. I think they could win it outright. They're playing good basketball, but take the points for safety. It's one of the better free NBA picks, Cavaliers, all day. Wow, Chris, that seems like you might be exhausted with this game. Hmm? <laughs> no, I, I, I have a headache whenever I see the Sixers on the board. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll lay the points in Philadelphia. It's a lean, but I, just, I can't back Cleveland in this spot. I, just, I don't like the Cavaliers for much of anything this season. So, you know, they're 2-0. I like, I like Philadelphia in this spot. You know, I, I watched the, the Sixers and Knicks game yesterday, and I think the two things that the Knicks could have done that would have either at least got them the cover or even a win outright would just be two simple fundamental things. Make their open shots and box out. They couldn't do either because that's just how bad the Knicks are. But I think Cleveland can. So I'll take the Cavaliers and I'll take the points, and I would not be surprised to see them win this game outright. I don't think the 76ers are as good as their 2-0 record may uh, indicate. Right. Yeah, I've been riding the uh, Cavaliers as well. Um, they easily keep this, uh, if not outright, uh, the 76ers. Um, take the Cavaliers. They know how to box out and and uh, and, and hit their open shots. So uh, definitely, like Ron said, uh, Cleveland teams come to play. I like the Cavs. 
Bucks against the Knicks. The Bucks are kind of like the Ravens. They really know how to bust up the bad teams. Right? And then against the really, really good teams, it's always eh, nip and tuck. Usually they get tucked. Brian? As uh, a tiny lean, Knicks have burned me a little bit this season, but I'm going to take them again. It's just, you know, I've given up on the Knicks winning games, just um, trying to see if they can cover some. So I'm going to I'm gonna take the points in the Knicks in the lean. Yeah, I, I gave up on them yesterday. Give me, give me the Bucks. I think the Bucks flatten the Knicks here. Yeah, I could uh, confidently say the Knicks are the worst team in the league. And uh, I mean, when your first-round pick from last year shoots two of fifteen from the field, I don't think you're catching the cover at home. So I'll take the Bucks, and uh, I'll I'll lay twenty. The, the Knicks are just miserable. I think the Bucks win this easily. Will be Toppin still out for the Knicks? Because he didn't play yesterday. I'm not sure, um, but I know he didn't play. Yeah. Let me see. I think he's still out. Yeah, he's going to miss another six games at least. Yeah. So, yeah, it, Definitely not a game I'm going to rush to the window to bet, but uh, I'll put 60 bucks on the Bucks to uh, blow out the Knicks. Got the Pacers against the Celtics. Celtics are kind of like the Chiefs, right? <laughs> Just like the square fest, kind of like the Notre Dames of NBA. Brian? Yeah, for me, I'm going to go with the over here. It's not the classic uh, NBA Eastern Conference battle that it used to be for, on defense. I think we're going to see a lot of scoring back and forth. I think it cruises over that total of 220.5. Steve Bowers wants to know what I was doing out in Indiana. I used to live in Cincinnati, and what I was doing in Indiana was gambling. I know that shocks you guys, but uh, that's exactly what I was doing. I'm not going to apologize for it either. It's none of your business. Chris? Yeah, give me an Indiana here. I just, I like the way the Pacers started the season, and Boston, I think just, this is going to be a, a bit of a, a down spot for them on the road here, so give me Indiana, lay the points. Yeah, I agree. I think Indiana could uh, definitely win this game, and if you're catching points at home, it's even better, so uh, I'll take the points with the Pacers. Mark C., thank you for the super chat. Rod, certainly yeah, not, I think not necessary, uh, but appreciate it. Anyways, go ahead. Sorry. For me, this one, uh, Pacers off to a nice start of the year. Um, and they don't even have all their guys playing. So, um, for me, I like I like the Pacers here. I think they continue to roll. Uh, I think they uh, get the outright win and beat the Celtics here on Sunday. The Pacers' money line. Got uh, the oh the Warriors and the Bulls, two once proud franchises. Yeah, for me it's just a lean here, but I can't lay points on with the Warriors. Uh, not at this point. I'm gonna take the Bulls at home plus the uh, points. I think they finally actually I think they finally get a win here, but play it safe, take the points. 
these teams suck. Chris? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go with the over here. I think two teams play a little defense. I think we're going to see a lot of points in this one, so give me the over. I, I like the Bulls at home getting points. I do think that they're going to get their first one of the season. Uh, you know, I, obviously the, the Warriors have played two tough teams, but they've been blown out of the water in both of those games. And you know, I just think the the Bulls have more talent, more depth at least. And I wouldn't call it talent, but um, I'll, I'll take the Bulls in the points. Yeah, I, the Warriors and Curry, uh, and I don't think he can do it all. So uh, give me the Bulls here. Uh, outright uh, beat the Warriors today. Okay. Got the uh, Kings and the Suns. Yesterday, I cashed with the Kings, uh, but today, uh, as far as the free picks go, I'm going to go over the number of 226.5. I think a little bit of tired legs out there, no defense getting played. I think it soars over. I think the Kings cover the three here. I think uh, Sacramento's going to want to get revenge, and I think we see... uh, we see the Kings come out and win this one. I, I'm going to go Kings on the money line. I think Sacramento actually wins this game. So you take three points if you want, but I think Sacramento wins this one. So give me give me the Kings here. Hey, you know, we've seen the Kings uh, open the season with two outright wins as dogs. But as I've said before, this is it's tough to beat a team twice. And, you know, I think the Suns have a real solid team this year. We, we saw how well they played in the bubble, and I think that this is a bounce-back spot and uh, a Suns win on the road here. So I'll lay the points with Phoenix. For me, I think uh, the Kings did exactly what they did yesterday. They, they they got out to a lead, and they just held that lead. Um, the Suns kept trying to pick at it and get close. They just never did. So um, I, I like Sacramento here. I think they uh, outright beat the Suns again. Uh, give me the Kings, money line. All these negative comments about Tua because I, you guys know nothing about football. <laughs> Lakers well, against. Tua done, look what Tua's done with nobody. He's got nobody. Like he's. He's the guy's played four games. Yeah, and he and he, and he looks real good. He, he just got some some better. I mean, he did some weapons. He, he had. I mean, a year ago they thought he was never going to play football again. You know, I mean. This guy's going to be a superstar. I don't know if I'm ready to annoy him a superstar yet, but he's no he's Carson good. Wentz. No, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, if he was such a superstar, they wouldn't have pulled him and put Fitzpatrick in last night. I mean, but he's got some growing to do. We'll see what happens. He was. What was his completion percentage when they pulled when they pulled him? Eighty-five percent or something. It wasn't like he wasn't completing passes. No, he's good. I just don't know if he's like a superstar. It's it's he's he's young. 
It's he's a rookie quarterback. I mean, and Jalen Hurts looked good for the Eagles so far. I mean, I wouldn't call him a superstar. Well, Jalen Hurts, Jalen Hurts runs the football. He's a running back playing playing quarterback. That's going to get you only so far if you can't run as fast as Lamar Jackson. It only gets yeah. you so far. And especially when you have a trash coach, man. Really. I mean, how does, his, how does his head even fit through the tunnel to get onto the field? <laughs> I think the Cowboys will take him down a peg today. Well, we'll see. Lakers against the Timberwolves. T-Wolves go into the Utah and bust up the Jazz. Man, I had the Jazz. I switched out my Pacers pick, put in the Jazz, and I paid the price for it. And... The Jazz claw all the way back. They play like dump the whole game. Get it down to three points. They brick the shot. I mean, they had it all the way down to five seconds left to go in the game. Right? They call the timeout 4.2 seconds. They got the guys drilling threes. They're ready. We're going to go to overtime. We're going to get the cover. Five-second violation. They don't even get the pass in. It's like, what? <laughs> What the hell just happened? <laughs> it's like, how does that happen? In an NBA game, 4.2 seconds left. They can't get the pass in. How does that happen? It happened. Timberwolves 2-0 and heading into Los Angeles. Take on LeBron James, Anthony Davis, and the Lakers. Brian. Yeah, this pick's dedicated to my buddy Al Nino, so I'm taking the Lakers here today. I just think they're trying to bait you into taking the Timberwolves at 2-0 and giving you all these points. I don't think it's going to work. Lakers win by 20. You're just hoping he sends you that Oral, that, uh, Oral Hershiser jersey. or the. Uh... That's right. I'm taking the Lakers today, man. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Oral Hershiser every year comes to Maui. I've seen him a few times. Talk about a clutch pitcher, Oral Hershiser. Oral Hershiser. Stays at the Fairmount. Chris. I'm gonna take the over in this spot. I just this is that this is that danger zone, ten to thirteen points where the Lakers don't normally cover the number and but I'm also not taking even with two and oh, I'm not taking points in Minnesota on the road. So uh give me the over in this spot. All these people saying that two is not a lousy quarterback. I'm telling you, if you would have seen, I guess you didn't see Peyton Manning's first season. <laughs> uh, wasn't pretty. I believe his first snap, he fumbled it, and the other team recovered. And I think the I think the Colts, because they they were I think they were one in fifteen. One in fifteen. And the thing is, is that also, you know, you you think like the Dolphins are, you know, that two has all this to work with. They drafted fifth last year. Okay, the Dolphins drafted fifth overall. A lot of people thought they weren't going to win even one game. And now they're a playoff team. Yeah, he sucks. Sucks. Meanwhile, Hurts is on a team that everyone picked to make the playoffs. They made the playoffs last year, and it's like, can't even beat Arizona. The Dolphins slaughtered, by the way. I don't know. Where are we? Right here. Um, I'm going to take the under. Uh, I just think, you know, it's, it's interesting to look at 
get some star-studded players that are questionable for this game. Carl uh, Anthony Towns, LeBron, and Anthony Davis all questionable. So that's going to be interesting to see what happens with their uh, availability. But I just think this is going to be a lower-scoring game. I think there's going to be a lot of missed shots. And uh, that's, I think this is going to be a, a, a fatigue. It's going to play a factor for even for both teams, but especially the Timberwolves. So I'll take the under. Ryan? Oh, Rod. Rod. Yeah. I was like, what? We're going backwards? <laughs> hey, 30K subscribers. Nice. 30K. Big 3-0. We did it. Only 9,970,000 away from a modest goal of 10 million. That's the party out at Mitch's house in Hawaii is when we get to 10 million. Then we're going to have a luau or something. Oh, maybe we, go to t- we get 10 million subscribers. We're going to buy the whole freaking block. <laughs> Right. For me in this one, um, we 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 seen what the Lakers did last year at, at this eleven number. Uh, I'll, I'll take a shot, sixty bucks with uh, the Timberwolves plus the eleven and a half here. Um, it, it's just too many points. I, I watched this Lakers team too much. Just bleh, just not do it. And the Lakers are zero and four ATS their last four games following a straight up win. So uh, I'm. I don't see them having any interest in, in whooping the Timberwolves by 20. So uh, give me the Timberwolves plus the 11 and a half. I like your sign in the background, Ron. Man cave. Man cave. 24-7. Man cave. I should get one sign made. No squares or something like that flashing. Stay round. Square stay, sign. Sir, stay circle or something. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Hey, we go to college hoops. Hotfoot against UNH. Ooh, that's a beauty. It's a real brutal college basketball schedule today. <laughs> Some of these college basketball Sunday schedules will be good after the new year. You, normally there's Big Ten games, ACC games on uh, Sundays. A few of them. You know, it's not like a giant Sunday schedule, but like a good 20-game schedule with, you know, six, seven good quality games, you know, CBS games and stuff. UNH against Hotfoot. UMBC against Binghamton, Cleveland State, Youngstown State. Penguins are in the house. And that Indiana State against Drake matchup. So we've got two America East games, a Horizon League, and a Missouri Valley Conference. Yeah, let's bring in the sexy here. Who do you like, Brian? No, like I said earlier before the show start uh, at the beginning, Indiana State plus the points is a premium pick for me. Love it, love it, love it. Hit it hard. I hit it long. Take Indiana State. Let me swear. Taking Drake. They paid off for me all the way up until this point. I'm not hopping off the money train until they give me a reason not to. So yeah, if I if I Fall on the sword, so be it. But give me Drake. Lay the points. Run. Yeah, I like Hartford plus the points here. I liked it a lot more at four and a half, but you know what? I'll take the three. I think they could win this game outright. It uh, should be a close one. I also lean to the under in that game as well. It's going to be a defensive battle. Right. For me, I, I'm going to take uh, – give me Youngstown to uh, bounce back and get – a win over Cleveland State. They lost to them yesterday, but 
Cleveland State did a really good job, really good job shutting down uh, Youngstown's top scorer. Uh, I don't think you can hold them down again here. And Youngstown's number two scorer will be back for this game as well. So uh, give me Youngstown to uh, bounce back and get a win here over Cleveland State. I like. Uh... I didn't do videos on any of these, so I, I I did actually did Drake Indiana State, but I like Youngstown State, and I like UMBC a little bit, and since Romanelli likes Hartford, why not take? Uh, we got Canisius visiting Monmouth, UMass Lowell back in the building against Stony Brook, Wright State and Wisconsin Green Bay the rematch. It was Green Bay with the cover yesterday. Vermont against New Jersey Institute of Technology. Any of those games, Brian? Mm, I'm going to take the Vermont Catamounts here, laying the points. I just I don't see uh, NJIT hanging in there. I think this will be a game where they went. Uh, Vermont wins by 20. I'll take Vermont. Yeah, I'm going to lay the points with Monmouth at home here against Canisius. Monmouth's a better offensive team, and Canisius hasn't played in two weeks, so I think the layoff might rust him up a little bit. And I'm gonna I'm gonna lay the points of Wright State. They didn't cover yesterday, but I think we see a full 40 minute game from from Wright State today, and I'll, I'll lay it against the uh, Green Bay Phoenix here. So, so um, Wright State. So this comment here, Payne Hansen, he'll be joining us as our new MMA expert. He's got another guy him that are gonna they're gonna be doing a show um, without me which will be nice. And uh, they, these guys are just over the top. I mean, he's got great MMA name, right? Pain hands and bringing the pain for the MMA coming up in the, in the new year. And uh, he'll be joining our team. Uh, Romanelli is all in agreement until I tell him this, Florida State University. Um, <laughs> so. <laughs> That's but, fine. But uh, anyways, I, I, I think, you know, bringing in, you know, new talent, guys that are just over the top into it. And, you know, I could sit here and pretend it's kind of like with hockey, right? I could sit here like a lot of the other cappers do. It's like the World Cup comes on all of a sudden, you know, my Spanish pronunciations are, are, you know, off the hook and I'm picking World Cup games. It's like, I don't do that. You know, it's it's not not my game. It's not my shtick. I don't, you know, I stick to what I know and it's like, you know, that's how the puck dogs ended up here. They came on for hockey. They just, they just never left, right? But it's like, it's still here. And, um, you know, and what we'll Payne and uh, his his partner in crime as well. And they're going to have their own show. We're going to do, um, so for the MMA, we're going to have a regular weekly MMA show, um, possibly two of them. And on fight weeks, we're going to have added shows. We're going to have um, shows right before the fights start. And then we're going to have, where they go from the preliminary card to the main card, we're going to have an in-between show as well, and then an after show, I believe. And I think those nights I'll be on with my talks and yeah, fight night. Or I like to wear one of those. What's the brand? The, the MMA brand? These guys will get me out. Tap out or something, right? Tap out. Yeah, I'll have to get some tap out shirts. I'd like to see you in an MMA match. In the octagon? I know. Yeah, I'm not gonna say I know. Too, I know who I want. I know who I want. <laughs> <laughs> How quickly would he tap out? I don't know. Nice. It'd be it'd be super quick. <laughs> Someone's going night night. Yeah. Someone by KO. 
<laughs> yeah. I thought legal sports betting that's, that's passed in Connecticut already, but it's only in casinos. That's what I'd heard. That it already passed just for casinos. But I could see Connecticut going. Hawaii is going to have gambling for the first time ever. Uh, for They're going to open a casino, and I could see sports betting legalized here as well. I thought you said they'd never bring it to Hawaii. Yeah, it's, people, believe me, there's going to be there's an uproar. There's an uproar. 5-4 it passed. Uproar. Anyways, where are we? Did we? Did everyone give out their picks in this time slot? For me in this time slot, uh, I like Wright State to bounce back. Uh, I know they didn't get the cover yesterday, but they didn't play the first half. They, they, they just kind of flubbed their way through the first half. And, uh, I don't think they flubbed their way through the, 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 the this first half. They, they're going to come out angry and uh, take it to Green Bay today. Um and I like Mammoth. Mammoth, give me Mammoth over Canisius. Uh, they're just a better team, and they, they played more games. Canisius is still going to be rusty there. So uh, give me Mammoth. And I'm with Brian. Give me Vermont. Uh, that's insane. Uh, Vermont, the Catamounts, uh come out and uh, thump New Jersey Institute of Technology today. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I like Vermont. Um, I'm not sure if I gave out the picks, but I like Vermont and Monmouth in that time slot. Vermont, Vermont used to Vermont used to be our official, used to be my official team. They were like one of my first official teams. I had the Vermont shirt. Someone said. Mm. <laughs> that, that brown, it, it matched the curtains. I think that brown Vermont shirt. Is no, it's, kind it's of yellow. Can? It's green. Yellow. Oh, the yellow. Green. Yeah, they sent it to me yeah, from that, University of Vermont. Bright yellow. Yeah, the Vermont bookstore. <laughs> We picked Vermont like every game. Vandy against Alcorn State. Alcorn State sucks, and they suck so bad. I took Liberty against Alcorn State. They beat them by 50. I was laying 24 and a half in that one. It was, it was like, when are you laying 24 and a half and you don't even sweat it? I mean, it was like that Gonzaga-Virginia game yesterday. It was like, I mean, you take a nap, and it's like, I mean, that was ridiculous. Who, who in the world thought, for you know, that Virginia would get just housed like that. I mean, they got handled. They had no answers, right? Just no answers whatsoever. Crazy. Gonzaga's scary good on the offensive end. It's going to take a more. Uh, it's going to take. This, that's just not. It's just not a great Virginia team. You know, it's going to. I think Illinois would have a puncher's chance against them. You know, someone who's going to bang with them. You know, you got to bang them. You can't just let them sit there and take those threes. It's like. I mean, they'll, they'll, it will start raining threes, and then it gets to 30 like it did yesterday. It's like they let them take those threes. It was like, fine, we're up by 30 now. What are you going to do? Anyways, speaking about up by 30, Vandy's laying 23 in this spot against Alcorn State. Detroit against Oakland, the rematch. Loyola, or as Brian calls them, Loyola against Illinois State. Northern Iowa against Missouri State. I don't know how the hell Northern Iowa was favored by six and a half. It was eight. I mean, I still don't even see the six and a half. I don't get it. Maybe someone can expound some wisdom on me. And the Southern Illinois Salukis, who if I did have a premium pick today, they would have been it. But it dropped from 10 to eight and a half, though, against Evansville, who sucks. Brian? 
We got some real garbage on the on the college hoop schedule today. But this is the stuff, you know. These are the games that when they're in the bigger schedules, that this is where we're going to find value is on these teams. Those other games, you know, those Illinois Ohio State games are going to be so tight they're going to be down a point, a point and a half. We're going. These are the games. These Salukis is where we're going to find value, you know. Yeah, for me, I'm going to go Vanderbilt, lay the points. I'm going to lay some big wood there, and I'm also going to lay big wood on Loyola. Chicago, minus 15 and a half. Illinois I think they're the best four and two team. Well, they got me on my knees. So those are, I'm, I'm going with the wood there. I begged them, darling, please. <laughs> Lay over. Trying to have to play a fish for lunch. Yep. Well, this is just a free, slight <laughs> $60 bet, 55 whatever you want, 50 whatever. It's going to keep me interested. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm gonna go. On the, I'm gonna go on the other side there. I like Illinois State with the points. Well, uh, while they have been a profitable mid-major in the past, they're just there's something different about this year's team. They're not really blowing teams out, so I'll take a shot with Illinois State and the points. Uh, I like Missouri State. I agree. I don't know how Northern Iowa's favorite here. I think Missouri State's gonna rack up the threes and shoot on Northern Iowa all day. And uh, I like Southern Illinois as well. I like the Salukis in the. Uh, Laying the eight and a half at home. Ron Romanelli, uh, you, you watch Shameless? Show Shameless. No. Final season, so bad. I mean, I thought the final season should have been about two year, two seasons ago. But, you know, I've, I've been watching the whole series, so it's like I'm down to the last season. I've tried getting through episode two twice now. Um, <laughs> you know, I just can't... Uh, I can't figure it out for the life of me. Um, I just, I've tried twice to get through episode two. I don't know if I can make it through the season. And it's like, they're going to have the season finale. So I just skip this season and watch the last episode. <laughs> I, I'm just not really sure. Cause so I, you, I, I, I kind of online what happened. What's that? You can read online what happened in the episodes. Oh, those people don't understand. <laughs> Rod, what do you think that, about the trapping of feral animals in your neighborhood? Like, you know, if you have any, like, neighbor cats or something that are just loud as hell or roosters or something, you know, you think you should just be able to cage them up and, I don't know, drop them off in some other neighborhood, I think. We do that here. Yeah. We, we have uh, – we, we, you can go into the town office, and if you have an animal that's bothering you, they'll give you a cage, and you can uh, bring it to your yard and uh, trap your animals. And what do you do with them after the trapping? And then you get the fish and wildlife guy comes and he takes it and releases it to a better environment that's not full so of people. A, a, a rehoming. <laughs> yeah, they rehome the animals. You don't have to go home. Your... You just can't stay here. <laughs> yeah, you don't have a stump underneath your shed. Or... <laughs> yeah. We got porcupines, lots of porcupines around here. Yeah, we got roosters. Uh, nothing we like got... getting your dog's face full of porcupine quills. So My, my neighbor's got a couple roosters. Over there. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I can I can imagine Benny already. I can see him. Benny chased the buck. He chased the big giant buck deer. He was like, "Ooh, a buck! Get him!" Ooh, and he starts chasing this buck. I can't even imagine him with a chicken. Oh man, Ooh, we chicken. got these aren't. This is a full blown rooster, man. He's roosted. He's like, I mean, he's way out of line. Get your eyeballs pecked out. It's like my my next door neighbor. Uh, he like he always talks about like we have this thing on 
next door. You know, they have this all over the world. The next door. It's kind of like a Facebook group of everyone in your neighborhood. I'm not on it because, I mean, we all know the whole thing would be, right? I just don't have it, you know, to be on this thing. But um, my neighbor is on there, and he's talking about trapping, you know, first feral cats and then roosters. But it's illegal to uh, to trap and rehome feral animals in Hawaii. Oh. So uh, they're all like, we've already told you it's illegal to do it or whatever. But it's like, oh, no. just get him an extra bottle of wine for Christmas. Let him go on that next door and have at it. Anyways, Rod, what, what do you got here for these uh, these games? Uh, in, this, in this spot, uh, give me Vanderbilt over uh, Alcorn. Uh, they're just horrible. Vanderbilt's going to win by 30. Um, uh, give me Missouri State here over Northern Iowa. I, I don't get that line at all. Uh, Missouri State is uh, they're ten and two ATS their last twelve. Uh, Northern Iowa is zero and five ATS their last five games. Uh, I think Missouri State uh, wins this outright. Give me Missouri State money line in that one. And I like Leola. Give me, give me Leola. Uh, I think they win by twenty. Vandy the Smokies in Missouri the State for me. Got DePaul against Ed Cooley in Providence. Love me some Ed Cooley. He's my favorite. You got Purdue-Fort Wayne against Robert Morris and UC Irvine against UCSB. The Hawaii game against Cal Poly has been postponed. Brian? Yeah, I like DePaul in this spot. I'm a big Providence guy. I backed him a few times, but in this spot, I just think it's too many points. I think it's a four, three to four point game for Providence, but Give me DePaul plus the points. Yeah, I, I'm going to lay the points of Providence in this one. I just think DePaul's going to have a tougher test than what they faced in Western Illinois. And I think Ed Cooley's going to be able to coach up the, these Friars. He's already sweating through his shirt. So I like uh, I like Providence here. And you know, I wanted to give this out as a premium, but I'll, I'll give it out here. I love Robert Morris today against Fort Wayne. I know, you know, it's hard to beat the same team on a back-to-back, but Fort Wayne, 0-4 is a favorite this year against the spread, including three straight losses outright. Lines flipped for a reason. I love Robert Morris here. For me in this window, I like uh, UC Santa Barbara. Laying the two points against UC Irvine. I think it should be a good game, but I like UC Santa Barbara to pull away at the end and win this game. But did that line flip? Did, did that line flip? Santa Barbara's favorite yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. Minus one and a half. Yeah. When I did the video last night, it was the other way around. I didn't. I, I picked Santa Barbara in the video. In in, in this spot, I like uh, Santa Barbara as well. Give me Santa Barbara over over Irvine. The Anteaters just does not look good. Um, and I'm with Brian. I like DePaul. Give me DePaul plus the points. Uh, I think they keep this closer than uh, the six and a half that you're getting. Uh, and what's a three, four point game at the most. I like Providence by 20 in that one. I think that, uh, <laughs> number one, huge coaching <laughs> advantage for Providence. And I'm not just saying that because I got the man crush on Ed Cooley either. I'm just saying that uh, it is a huge coaching advantage coaching advantage. DePaul's coach is so bad. Remember last year they started the season on fire. They beat Texas Tech and then they got into Big East play and lost every game. Um, 
So what happened was is their coach was in the final year of his contract. And when they renewed the contract, DePaul with that coach, all of the players left the team. So DePaul has a totally different team than they had last year, all different players, um, all their starters, everybody left. So very, very tough to hang against an Ed Cooley Providence team at home, which has a really nice blend of uh, you know, senior leadership with young guys. It's kind of a real Ed Cooley team. You know, They're going to get housed. They're going to get absolutely blasted out of the building in that one. Love Providence. DePaul is going to win like three games all fucking season. And that's my story. I'm sticking to it. Of course, tomorrow I'll be singing. <laughs> Mitch picked Mitch picked Providence against DePaul. You picked Providence. Like I'll get like six hundred comments. <laughs> Providence lost. <laughs> so like I like I don't watch the games, you know. Like I didn't, like I didn't drop two dimes on it. <laughs> like I didn't know. <laughs> I don't think I'll be paying attention to that game with the NFL going on the NBA. See, I, I'll have it on. It's not on my radar. I might do. I might do. Don't hold me to it, but I might do a late halftime show as well as the early halftime show today because there, it's it's. I think there's four, right? Four late games, five early. Is that what it is? It's about even. Yep. Yeah, it's about, about even. So maybe I'll do a late show too. I'm involved, you know. So I'll be, I'll, I'll be watching. I'm involved today, right? So. Yeah, you know, I'm not going to promise it because I got to slip a workout in there because I've been eating like I got two assholes last week. So I got to make sure it work out. You got to train for your we all, what, you guys, you guys act like you haven't been? No, it's just, it's just that phrase. I've never heard that before. <laughs> what? I've never heard somebody say I've been eating like I have two assholes. <laughs> Why are you talking? You were, I thought that was like a common thing. I say it all the I've time. Never, I'm just saying I've never heard that. I've never heard no. that. Is that a, a good? A good? I've never heard it, or a bad? I never heard it. Yeah, it's a, it's, it, no, it's a good. It's did a I cross? Good, I did I cross the line that. finally? Because I mean, I know I've been up against it for quite a few years. <laughs> okay, I think I think of everything. If that's what crossed the line, we got to have a discussion here. But all right. No, I, that, I'm going to start using that. <laughs> All right. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. I haven't even been hungry. I'm still eating. Chris, give us a parlay or two. All right. All right. So for college hoops, we're going to go with Robert Morris, uh, Southern Illinois, and Missouri State. And for the NFL... Uh, we're going to go with the Colts, the Ravens, and the Titans. Rod? All right, so we'll start with uh, the NFL. I told you the uh, Dolphins gonna go... were going to not cover and win. I told you. <laughs> we're we're going to go with uh, Panthers, Moneyline, Cowboys, Moneyline, Ravens minus the points. Wait, what is it? Cowboys? Cowboys money line, Panthers money line, and Ravens minus the points. Okay. Oops, we're going to go uh, oh, oh, oh. Spurs. 
Spurs plus the points. We're going to go Indiana money line and the Bulls money line. What's the money line on that Pacers game? It's only two points. Indiana money uh, Probably plus 115 or so. I think a plus 110, I think. Plus 115 on mine. All right. Yeah. Nice little little payday. All right. Of course, you could use the parlay calculator to calculate the parlays. We used to do that on the show. Good. I do it in my parlay videos now. Ron, what do you got for our good people? Well, I guess you got a uh, college hoops parlay today. And it's going to be UC Santa Barbara laying the two. Detroit Mercy laying the three, and Hartford getting the three and a half. And so many comments I didn't get to. I'm sorry, everyone. Say it again. Yeah, I'm sorry. My- UC Santa Barbara laying the points, Detroit Mercy laying the points, and Hartford getting the points. So just college hoops. Yep, just college hoops. Ryan? For me, a mixed bag parlay, Indiana State plus the points, which I absolutely love. Make sure you bet that individually big, hard, and big. And then uh, Colts and Falcons with them plus the points with the Falcons and Colts money line. Boy, that Colts game, the line is just all over the place. Yeah, I wish I had the Colts as a premium. I really messed yeah, that up. Yeah, I messed it up too. I kind of shit the bed there on that one. Yep. I'll take the Denver Broncos in my parlay with the Cowboys. And Denver Broncos, Cowboys, and the Cleveland Cavaliers. Cowboys, Cavaliers, and uh, Broncos. Yep, that's I'm, that's my story. I'm sticking to it. Thanks, everyone, for joining us. Of course, uh, we've got our best bets in the premium area. Brian's got seven picks for 50 bucks. Chris, yeah, has, got, Chris has got some kind of Sunday smorgasbord. Ron's got his college hoops, which he's been killing it. Where are you on the leaderboard? You number one? I'm right behind you. <laughs> but today I'll leapfrog you. Yeah, I have no picks in college hoops. Today. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just got to have a winning day. Yep. Let me see this leaderboard here. There for the taking. We have uh, Mitch Wilson in second and Ron Romanelli in third. <laughs> and they're all within striking distance. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a marathon, not a sprint. You can't win it. You can't win. Oh, yeah. the, you know, you can't be number one in, in December, you know. No. It doesn't work like yeah. that. NBA leaderboard. Yeah, we see what's going on there. All right. Rod Zawacki, 7 and 2 in the NBA, 78%. Yep, Rod Zawacki. I'm not on the NBA leaderboard. I'm I think I'm best I'm think I'm like right around 500 to start the season, which is fine. I mean, it's we got a lot of hoops to go. Lot of NBA hoops to go. Lot. Best of the live show on there. Yeah, I gave out a winner on that yesterday <laughs> for for hoops on the best of the live show. I'm behind Rod by percentage points at six and two. I'm coming, I'm coming for you, Rod. You could try. 
<laughs> Anyways, have a great day, everyone. Check out the leaderboards on your own. Check out the parlay calculator. We got odds. We got the Facebook group. We got all kinds of stuff. Of course, I'll be here at halftime for the early games. Definitely the early games. Definitely Sunday Night Football. I'm on the fence about the uh, the other one because I'm still a little miffed yesterday. If you, uh, to be honest and candid, the 875 likes on 9,000 views just ain't got cut it. I don't ask for much. Smash the like button. Have a great day, everyone. Of course, we'll try and act more professional tomorrow.